Hello, everyone. Welcome to TV Literate, a podcast that unapologetically enjoys trashy TV. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. And we're here. We've made it. We've made it. Episode 43 has not wanted to be recorded. It's been the cursed episode that cannot be recorded. We've had, what, four ice storms since the last time you guys heard from us. Pretty much. And um, we just spent like 15 solid minutes trying to get our internet to be nice. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. And uh, a whole bunch of fun health issues and, you know, just a just a plethora of things that just made it so we couldn't record last week and we almost couldn't record now because our computers hate us but we're back finally we're back and we're happy to be back because I missed it so much I feel like I always feel like so much better after we record our podcast I don't know it's like nice to just get it all out mm-hmm I understand that I've been feeling very depresso in the pandemic so this yeah. has been very good lately before we get into the Duggars, because we have some current news, and mm-hmm. obviously we're going to continue with season nine, what have you been watching lately, Jillian? Oh my god, I have been on such a TV and movie binge. I think we've watched like 10 movies in the past week, and wow. most of them have been good. Um, we watched the new Helen Hunt scary movie called I See You, and it's on Prime now, and go into that movie totally blind. It's very twisty and very fun. Nice. Okay, that sounds perfect for me. It'll give you some new fears. But oh, good. In a good way. Just what I need. More fears. <laughs> more fears. We can be more more of indoor cats. But oh, good. The indoors are scary in ICU too. So yeah, there's oh. there's no there's no safe place in the world. Mm-mm. None. No. But other than that, we God, we really got into fucking Alaskan Gold Rush, and we watched like three <laughs> seasons of that. Nice. I don't know why I'm so invested in these fucking shaky machines and these like strange mountain people but I'm obsessed that's funny I love that I've never seen that before oh my gosh you would like it I'm really missing out I think I feel it's on the discovery plus app oh uh... gold rush Alaskan gold rush underwater gold rush there's so many different gold rushes there's just so much on the discovery plus app I was exploring the other day and I've been watching I'll just transfer into my area I've been watching a lot of true crime stuff lately in particular so I've been watching a lot of like the investigative Mm -hmm. discovery stuff on the discovery plus app um and I've just like a lot of random specials, oh, so but I've, good. it is so good. It's just, I, I love true crime so much. It's, I can never get enough of it. It's, it's bad. But um, I've, I've been watching in particular, a lot of episodes of Disappeared, which I watched a lot of them over the summer because there were a couple of seasons on Hulu, but then all the other seasons are on Investig- or Discovery Plus. And so mm-hmm. I've been watching those and I love those because I know this isn't your favorite type of true crime, but my favorite type of true crime are unsolved mysteries, mm-hmm. like unsolved disappearances and stuff. That's like my shit. And so that's obviously what the show's about. So yeah, that's mostly what I've been watching. Did you watch the new Elisa Lamb documentary? The I watched the, the first Netflix. episode, but I haven't watched the rest of it. I I like the Elisa Lamb story, but especially since, you know, we had a listener write in and just yeah. the overwhelming evidence is like she was unmedicated mm-hmm. and had a mental illness and everyone's trying to make it something more sinister than it is. And I don't know. I feel like 
it's a sad story of a 17 year old girl who went off her meds and fell into a yeah tank that like i don't know i don't i don't need six episodes of podcasters and vloggers telling me all their conspiracy theories yeah i agree and i think i i read somewhere that like her parents specifically like didn't really want this to be made and like it just it felt i think when i watched the first episode i realized that it felt like it just felt weird to me to watch it i don't know um Mm -hmm. and i just i feel like i know a lot about that case anyway because i've read a lot about it so it's like i don't really need to watch a lot about it because i already know a lot about it you know it just mm-hmm. felt very like sensationalized on the show. Yeah. One of my friends and I were talking about the fact that it would be really cool if someone did a Cecil Hotel documentary, like of all the weird people who stayed Definitely. there, like go into when Richard Ramirez was there and like all the different like killers and shit who stayed there. Like that is something I would watch and I wouldn't mind that a little sensationalized. Yeah. I, th- I think I thought that that's kind of what it was going to be. I thought it was going to be more about the other stuff and then Elisa Lamb was just going to be like part of it because that, I mean, that makes mm-hmm. sense. But I, that wasn't what it was that's what I thought I think going in and yeah I definitely would like that a lot better because there's like a whole bunch of crazy shit that happened at that hotel it's not just the Elisa Lamb stuff yeah yeah no totally interesting stuff though that um Cecil hotel manager is super weird could probably do a whole podcast just on her yeah she was a little sketchy yeah yeah definitely but let's move on. Let's get into the Duggars. Yeah. Unless you have anything else you want to talk about that you've been watching lately. No, I was thinking if I had watched anything else, but I really haven't. Mm-hmm. It's been movies and Gold Rush. Nice, nice. So to start, before we get into, we're going to be obviously continuing our last episode and finishing up season nine today. But there are a couple of new Duggar stories that have happened. Finally, there's been a Duggar news drought. And I know... The Reddit people have been going crazy because there's been no real news except for Justin getting engaged, which happened in like, I don't know, October, November. It's been a while. And it feels like it's been forever. It has. And so this week, the the dam broke and we finally got some Duggar news. So the first news story that broke was Jessa announcing that her and Ben were expecting their fourth baby. But not only that, they also announced that this was a rainbow baby, which means that they suffered a miscarriage and this is the new baby after the miscarriage. And I think, I don't know if it's been confirmed, but I think people are saying she had a miscarriage sometime in the summer-ish, which yeah, kind of... Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah, which kind of lines up. I know that there were like theories going around, which like it sounds bad to like theorize about like people miscarrying, but like when it's the Duggars, you know that like <laughs> they're either pregnant, about to be, you know what I mean? And it's been several years yeah. since Ivy was born and so... Everyone was like, okay, Jessa, like, when's Jessa going to announce her pregnancy? And then there were, like, some pictures of her where she looked, like, really depressed and, like, not put together, like, not at all like her normal self. And people were kind of speculating then. Um, But, yeah, they're having a new baby. And congratulations to them, I guess. But Mm -hmm. not really surprising news, but. I Yeah, I mean, are they one of the couples who are still on the trajectory to beat Michelle? Jim Bob, I don't think so. She's a little too old now. I think she's probably a little too old. I mean, I think anything could happen, but I mean, she's I don't she's around my age. I think she's like a little bit younger than me. So, and I'm twenty. How old am I? Twenty eight, and she has three, four now. 
So yeah, I think she's a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think the two the well, I think the one that people most have their eye on are Joe and Kendra, which we'll get into them in a second. But also um, Anna and Josh, though they've kind mm-hmm. of slowed down over time, but they already have five. So I mean, who knows? I don't know. I think my money is on Joe and Kendra. Oh yeah, I totally forgot that Josh existed. <laughs> Isn't it nice? Yeah. Isn't I it? I think nice? Joe and Kendra are going to be. God, it's so nice when you forget that Josh exists. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part about counting on is that there's no Josh. Okay, so the next Duggar story that was that broke a couple days later was Joe and Kendra welcomed their third baby, which like we'd been expecting. Obviously, we've known she's pregnant. Um, they had a little mm-hmm. baby girl and they named her Brooklyn Praise, which when I say that, it just sounds like some type of like trying to be cool, upbeat church in Brooklyn. Brooklyn Praise. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn Praise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the youth leaders turned it into an, uh, like a millennial church. Exactly. Like some type of club church hybrid for like young people. Mm-hmm. That's what it, Brooklyn Praise yeah, is. It's like a straight edge club. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, they have, um, I think we. I sent you a link um, to a Reddit post that somebody put in the Duggar Snark subreddit that um, mm-hmm. calculated how much time of Kendra's marriage she spent pregnant and it was like 62% she's been pregnant she's only been like not pregnant for like 350 days like less than mm-hmm. a year of her four-year marriage she's been not and pregnant. I think like only like 300 days that she's been not pregnant or postpartum which like yeah that yeah no no like I cannot imagine just how horrible that is for your body and like just and I and it's it'd be one thing if she stopped now but, like, we know she's not mm-hmm. going to stop now. It's not going to be stopping anytime soon. Like, how Mm-mm. much can your body take? I just don't know. I don't know. Because don't babies, like, steal your bones? Like, <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. they, like, they, they, like, leech stuff from you that you need to grow? And I so, mean, like, she's just going to end up brittle. Yeah, probably. I don't, I don't, it's just, it's crazy to me. Um, but congratulations to them, I guess, on their healthy baby girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in this second half of the season, didn't someone float the name Brooklyn and say, she's a baby, not a place? I don't know. I didn't catch that. It oh, was no. Like Brooklyn or London or something. It was like one of the other couples, maybe. But Chris mentioned it when I was like, it's Brooklyn Praise. And he's like, didn't we just have someone say that? Oh, my gosh. I watched all this like last week so as before i knew the baby name but otherwise i would have maybe caught on to that but now i'm gonna have to go back and watch these and figure it out i know maybe i made a note of it maybe maybe we'll see we'll see see. but let's just let's get right into it so get into it we're gonna start where we left off with episode five which is called the abbey gown oh god i had missed miss renee oh miss renee (laughs) she's back that's what i was gonna say is i because we talked about this with Lauren and Josiah's wedding because Lauren didn't go to Miss Renee. She went to like a random shop in Arkansas. But like, I wonder why. I wonder if it was Miss Renee was busy or if like Lauren didn't want to go to Miss Renee. I don't know. I'm just because I would be I was Swanson's hate Miss Renee. Yeah, they have a they have a grudge against her. I don't know. Because I would get be one thing if like she just didn't do any of the Duggars weddings anymore. But like she didn't do Lauren's, but she's doing Abby's. It's, it's, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it's just who the Duggar women choose, but Abby's not a Duggar woman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Kendra wasn't either because Kendra had her just oh, yeah. by Miss Renee. God, I just made that 
conspiracy theory just out of nowhere sorry <laughs> that's okay we proved we disproved it all in one go we are good we did debunked um okay do we want to just go ahead and talk about the wedding dress stuff or do we want to start with yeah let's just do the wedding okay. dress yeah, stuff because this was like so fucking extra it, it really was um so yeah it's a month before john and abby's wedding um and they don't apparently have time to fly out to miss renee's shop who she's in kentucky um and Mm -hmm. so miss renee is bringing the shop to them well she's bringing the dresses to arkansas and then the sisters are real Jana is bringing the shop to them yeah yeah for real Jana. the Jana and her minions are creating a pop-up dress shop in the family warehouse which side note that is the building that josh and anna and his family live in they live in that warehouse oh, wow. that's like on their property that they put. Yeah. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah. They just put Bambi in a corner, which I mean, good sex pest. You deserve to be in a creepy cage. It's warehouse. really creepy. Like, I don't think there are like windows. Like it's, it's scary. Yeah. Well, yeah. now it has a giant five by seven foot mirror in it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They like bring the, they get fucking huge. Like, why would you need a mirror that big to try on a wedding dress? I don't know. And, like, why didn't they just get, like, a tall up and down one and not, like... Exactly. Like, tall, a little bit wider than, like, an average, you know, like, door mirror. But, like, I mean, yeah. you don't well, need... Well, they have the ones that are, like, the three pieces that, like, fold out. Exactly. Like... Yeah, that'd be perfect. And then it, yeah. way you can see, like, angles of it and everything. Yeah. It was just... It was so extra. And they, like, made a pedestal, which, like... I don't know. It's, like, I you could have just, like... I It just... It had to be extra. I mean, it's for TLC, so... Yeah, well, and it's Jana, and Jana's got to do everything perfectly. That's true. It is Jana. That does seem to be her her mo for sure. Which is fine. It yeah. looked good. It just looked like a fuck ton of work that you didn't need to do. Yeah, and of course they did it all like the day before. Miss <laughs> Renee comes. <laughs> no in preparation. That's the Duggar way. No preparation. We do it the day before. If we don't sleep, no problem. Like we're gonna get it done because God is on our side and He will guide us. And if God doesn't want it to happen, that's the reason why we failed. Uh, exactly. Yep. It's all on God's hands. I take no responsibility. If we succeed, it's us. If, it's, if we fail, it's God. Precisely. So Abby's sisters, mom, and the Duggar girls go to the pop-up shop and the warehouse to help Abby pick out her gown. Like I said, there's 25 days before the wedding, and this is when they're picking out their wedding dress because, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know why I have such a hard time typing Abby's name, but in my notes, in just four lines, I called her QB and Aber. <laughs> Aber. <laughs> yeah, because Aber. She, she does spell it with the I-E, and my phone hates it, too. My phone always is trying to correct <laughs> it. Um, Which, I don't know. It's not that weird of a spelling. It's, it's not. Abby. Yeah, like any spelling of a name that ends in, that sh- usually ends in Y, if it's an I-E, it's like not that weird. You know? Mm-hmm. It's not like it's just like A- B I Y. Yeah, that would be weird. That would be unnecessary <laughs> and uncalled for. Um uncalled for. Uncalled for for sure. So yeah, Abby hasn't really thought a lot about a wedding dress, but she does like mm-hmm. lace and sparkles. So that's kind of the information that Miss Renee rolled with. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. The first dress was lace, cap sleeves. Mm-hmm. Very cute. Um and then she tried on, she wanted less lace. Then she tried on the pink one, which everyone fucking hated. But she was like, it has pockets. 
pockets. And yeah. I was like, I've never related more That's to fair. Abby than this moment. Yeah, it's like when you try on a dress, no matter like how bad it is or how not your style it is, if it has pockets, it automatically gets like a, a bump like five points on the dress scale because that is that's huge mm -hmm. yeah and especially if it's your wedding dress because like, oh yeah where do you carry your shit during your wedding like your lipstick and shit like where does that go I don't even remember what I did with my stuff but I had to really figure stuff out because I have an insulin pump and oh. I needed to figure out like what to do with my insulin pump because usually yeah. I put just have it in my pocket. But if I don't have it in my pocket, I wear it in my bra a lot. But my dress like had a built in bra like I didn't wear a bra with my dress. Mm -hmm. And so I had to get this basically like a garter <laughs> that had like a little pouch for my pump. And yeah, we didn't do a garter toss because I was like, well, I don't like garter tosses anyway. But like if we would yeah. have, I was like, I'd be scared that you would just rip my insulin pump off and just like throw it across. Like that would be what happens. <sighs> yeah. And just the, yeah, the thought of, of that gave me anxiety. So I'm like, no, no garter toss for us. Uh-uh. And also, why do people want their parents to see them go up their wife's dress? I don't understand this. I, that grosses me out so much. It seems like a thing that you should do at, like, a joint bachelor-bachelorette party. Yeah, like, exactly. If you're going to do it, just do it around, like, your groomsmen and bridesmaids because they'll think it's funny and yeah. everybody's drunk and whatever. Yeah, the family, but, like, no. Ugh. No. Gross. God, do you think a Duggar has ever done a garter toss? I cannot imagine. But if anybody, it would probably be Josh and Anna. Like, they're the type. Do you think Michelle and Jen Bob did a garter toss? Ew. They were, like, not fundy yet? Probably, yeah. You know, he well, had, like, way too much fun with that, too. He did it with his teeth. Oh, God. Okay. We're going to move on from this topic. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <sighs> so, dress number three, um, it, it was lace and tulle, um, poofy bottom, cap sleeve. Um, there was no mm -hmm. sparkle, which was, like, the only reservation that Abby really had about yeah. it. This whole thing, I was like, what the fuck, Miss Renee? Like, you, she said she wanted sparkle, but then she only brought one sparkly dress. Yeah, it was it was interesting because, like, that's kind of, like, was, like, the main thing. She was like, sparkles and lace. So, um, but she actually ended up adding, like, a layer of sparkle tool over the dress. And then she, mm -hmm. and, like, a belt. And then also, like, I guess she was going to be adding, like, sparkles Yeah, she kind of, like, top. embellished it with shinies. Right. Yeah. Afterwards. Which... It was a very pretty dress. Yeah, it was pretty. I, I mean, it was nice. Um, so, yeah, that she kind of like waffles back and forth. She tries on another dress that was like really fitted and a little bit more sparkly, but was like she wanted poofy. She didn't want fitted. And so then she went back mm -hmm. to the third dress. And that's the one that she decided to go with. That's the Abbey. It was the Abbey. Um, and <laughs> I remember watching this um when they were like when she was in her dress and they were showing like the family's reaction first of all michelle's crazy eyes were like off the charts in this scene like horrifying oh and also i just saw um joy was holding gideon on her lap and he just had her cell phone all the way like shoved back in his mouth and i'm <laughs> like oh god no wonder these people got covid i mean not that you need to be like that to get covid but like of course they would get covid <laughs> Yeah, they're out there looking doorknobs and cell phones, and I'm over here, like, putting my cell phone in one of those fucking UV boxes, because yep. I'm like, germs, yes. I haven't left the house in over a week, I, even for yeah. an errand. Yep, yeah, I only go to the doctor, and that's, like, literally it, um, and that's because I need mm -hmm. to go there to get my insulin, otherwise they will not give you insulin unless you go to the doctor, even during a pandemic. 
you know, there are all these people who are just trying to use insulin for fun. Yeah, it's it's a really fun drug. It re- There's really a lot of great effects you get from it. Yeah, you could go into a coma one way or the other. Yeah. You really fuck with it. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, so in this part, also, we kind of got into Abby's uh, modesty standards, which mm-hmm. are not stringent like the Duggars, mm-hmm. which is probably why I like her. Like, she wears pants. She wears yeah, scrubs. Yeah, she wears scrubs. She just wears clothes. It looks like her sister's you know, wear kind of like short skirts, but not like mini skirts, but like above like, the knee. Yeah, not Duggar length skirts. Yeah, they definitely are a little bit more um I don't know, a little less modest, I guess, than the Duggars, mm-hmm. which is which is good for sure. Yeah. But I mean they're still they're still fundies. Let's get let's get that right. Let's get that straight. Yeah. Also in this fucking scene, they were like, Wow, she's gotten married so late. She's so old. Like it's been so long. And you're like, bitch, she's 26. That's when I, I got married. Like, that's a that's, reasonable age to get married. I got married at 27. Yeah. And like, I was the first person in my friend group to get married too. like all of my friends who mm-hmm. from high school and stuff, like they're not married yet. And like, it's not that weird. It's just it's it, I found that kind of it was kind of like a theme in these episodes was like, Abby yep. and John both talking about how like oh yeah we just assumed we'd never get married and it's like is it like do you guys think that like once you're 21 if you haven't found a person that you're not going to get married that's like the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard mm-hmm. I know it's the same thing as like when people talk about like quote-unquote geriatric pregnancies yes. when you're over the age of 30 and pregnant it's like uh this is fine this is people can still have babies now yes yeah mm-hmm it's um yeah it's that that definitely like I, I felt that very strongly throughout these episodes was the, like oh my gosh thank god they're getting married because they're so old it's crazy that like it took them this long to get married it's like no. she almost wasted her entire life oh my god without a man she worked a job an actual job all she's done <laughs> is save people as a nurse <laughs> oh lord <clears throat> Oh, and then also one more thing to add during this um, Abby's dress thing um, Mm -hmm. was Abby. So we, like I said, Abby's sisters and her mom are there and her mom, I don't know. Her mom seems like very, like a very stoic person. And she said, I haven't cried at any of my daughter's weddings, but I think I might at this one. I was like, what kind of thing to say? Like, first of all, like, it's fine if you don't cry at weddings, whatever. Some people don't, but like what like i don't know just like is it the old maybe thing again yeah maybe it's because she's her oldest daughter and the last daughter to get married because aren't the other two married or are they too young i don't i don't know i, I know several of, I, I think she i know said something yeah. like maggie and karina got married mm-hmm. and i've been a bridesmaid but i haven't ever planned a wedding or something yeah yeah but yeah i don't know it was just i felt that was a really weird like a weird statement to say um yeah all these people are fucking weird. <laughs> That's like... fucking true. So <sighs> at the same time that Abby was trying on dresses, John mm-hmm. was doing like a weird little bachelor party type deal. Um, but of course, it has to be aviation themed because John cannot do anything unless it involves a plane or anything like that. It's because he's a pilot, right? Because he's a pilot. Oh, he is? <laughs> Wait, I hadn't heard that yeah. before. I know. I 
I mean, he only said it like three times in this episode that he said, you know, we're doing this because I'm a pilot. Oh, well, that's that's good information to have. It would be nice if they were clearer about that, though, because they don't really make I that know. clear on this show. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I hope that sarcasm <sighs> came across. Anyway, um, so they decide that they're doing they're going flower bombing flower f-l-o-u-r flower bombing Mm -hmm. it's just dropping big fucking bags of flour out of the plane window and the weirdest part to me is like and it's not it's not weird but it's like notable to me that like this is john david's bachelor party quote unquote whatever and Mm -hmm. he's just the one flying the plane he's not even the one participating in the actual Mm -mm. event (laughs) He's well, like the tour John guide. David doesn't have fun. He only has fly. He doesn't have fun. He only flies plane. <laughs> <laughs> want to fly plane. That's what I want to do for my bachelor party. They're, he was probably like, I just want to fly around with you guys. And they're fly like, plane. that sounds boring. Fly plane. Like, fly plane. Fly plane. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we can throw shit out of it. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, basically they just drop bags of flour out of the plane and it, in an attempt to land it on a tarp, which the tarp, like the target that they used, was way too fucking small. Like it, mm-hmm. like nobody got even close. I let me see. I had oh yeah, the closest that anyone gets from the mark is thirty-seven feet. Uh huh. That's the closest. And it's like, I don't know. I it. You can't even see because it's like yeah. a propeller plane. So like the you can't wings see out are, of it out there in the way so you can just you just kind of like hope for the best hope you don't hit your dad with yeah. a fucking five pound bag of flour or maybe you should that been funny well, yeah maybe you should <laughs> um but yeah like i just feel like this was not thought out well at all logistically no well and then it started fucking raining and so it got really turbulent and i can't remember who was up there with him but one of the brothers was up there and was like i'm gonna barf out this window yeah, because they all get motion sickness, which I do too. So I relate to that heavily. But John said something so horrible at this part. He said, yeah, you know what happens when you fly with Duggars? Lots of smells. <laughs> and that made me want to die. It's so bad. It's so bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just wrote bachelor party is just brother hangout time. Yeah, this is not a bachelor party, guys. This is just like, let's hang out and throw flour outside out of my plane. Mm -hmm. But I guess when your only friends are your like 16 siblings. Yeah, and you can't go drink or do anything fun, even though Mm -hmm. you're almost 30. Yeah, God. Imagine being 28 and still having your mom say, now don't drink any beer. Oh, God. Nah, I'm good. The Lord will curse you for it. (laughs) Fine, then curse me, Lord. I was going to do this whole episode in my Michelle voice. Oh, God. That, no, I cannot handle that. The Michelle voice is the worst voice <laughs> in the history of the world. <laughs> We're all God's children. Oh, God. I want to, like, drill a hole through my skull. Megan, um, this is just your season of life. <laughs> I hate this fucking season of life, let me tell you. <laughs> the COVID season, I hate it. It's the worst fucking season. Holy shit. Um, I don't think there's anything else about that episode Mm -hmm. that I really have to say. Oh, Ginger and Jeremy went to go visit his parents with the baby. Okay, so in this episode, um, Ginger and Jeremy are packing for their trip. 
Um, so they're going okay. northeast to visit Jeremy's extended family. Uh, and this is like the first time they're bringing Felicity along. She's four months old. And in this episode, mm-hmm. basically Ginger runs to the store and Jeremy has to babysit, quote unquote, babysit. And they just talk about this fucking baby shitting its pants every single time they can. They do. They do. And they just talk about how hard it is. Or he talks about how hard it is because Felicity's breastfeeding. It's fine. I'm sure there are bottles, but maybe not. Do do Duggars pump? They'd have to. I, they, I think in this episode, Jeremy said that she he do, she has pumped before, but it's not like something she does all the time. But so, but like it mm. is an option for sure. Um, yeah, you kind of just have a few backup bottles when you want to go and do something. Yeah, I yeah definitely. Uh, but I mean, I guess since this was only like a, a little trip to the store. Um, they um they didn't they, think that yeah baby and, needed to be fed <coughs> yeah baby doesn't need to be feed, fed baby can starve no i'm just kidding um so thank you go fuck itself <laughs> <laughs> thankfully jeremy is able to watch her and not kill her and she survives mm-hmm. i fucking hated that i agreed with jeremy again i'm so sorry this is gonna be like a one time per episode thing but he's like he basically said like it's not babysitting like i'm this baby's father yeah to take care of it too and i'm like wow that's wow forward thinking for the duggar clan is which is sad because that's like bare minimum like that should be anyway Um, bars on the floor but it truly is um during this part too they had like did some talking head scenes with some of the other siblings to like the ones who have kids to ask them Mm -hmm. like what kind of stuff they pack when they bring their babies or kids places and so the the first one i wanted to talk about was kendra who like she says some like you know normal things and then they ask joe and joe just says i just bring kendra (sighs) yeah that's that's a problem dude you should know how to pack and take care of Kendra's... your children without your wife being there to do it with you or for what you. if she died yeah exactly like horrible like that's horrible to say but like absolutely or like it was you know somehow in an accident and like was incapacitated for a while like you need to or, know like, that stuff her dad got sick in the hospital and so she wasn't home for a few days like dude yeah. you got to be able to take care of your own child it's bad it was it's bad and that's yeah they're the ones that i think are rival are gonna rival um jim bob and and michelle too which is very mm-hmm. comforting um and then also during the scene um jessa talks about how she always recommends to parents to bring not only changes of clothes for the baby but change of clothes for you because she described how she was vomited on on an airplane mm-hmm. and didn't have a change of clothes and i just really want to know if that was spurgeon i bet it was spurgeon it was fucking Spurgeon. You know, it's his like spinning head pea seat, pea suit barf, like exorcist style. He's over there just like, power of Christ compels me. Yep. That that, sound, that sounds just like Spurgeon. <laughs> Spurgeon, the demon spawn. Indeed. I do think that there were a few good Spurgeon demon spawn moments in this half of the season. Mm-hmm. There's always a couple. There's always a couple. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine what he's like in real life if, like, they just put, like, him just being shitty occasionally on TV, like, when he's in the room? Like, maybe he's shitty all the time and he's just the worst. You never know. I'm sorry that I hate this fucking <laughs> five-year-old so much. I fucking hate him. It's fair. I mean, he's a ducker. It's fair. Um, he's going to grow up to be, like, a televangelist. All right. Episode six? Episode six. Let's do it. 
To grandmother's house we go. To grandmother's house we go. Yeah, there were kind of like a lot of different things that happened in this episode. Like a lot of smaller plots. So mm-hmm. let's just start at the beginning, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this episode starts with Joe and Kendra um, going to Panama City Beach, Florida with Kendra's family. Um, and it's their oh. first vacation with baby Garrett. Mm-hmm. Um, they had to wear their modest swimsuits, of course. Of course. Um, uh, oh, yeah. So Kendra's dad at this point was like, I don't want to get sunburned. I don't want to get skin cancer. Like, you know, I, wear, I like to not die. And they're all like, <laughs> you're a fucking idiot about it. And I was like, <laughs> guys, this is a legitimate thing. Like, just because you're... <laughs> Like it, it, he could get skin cancer. Yeah, he could get it is. Skin cancer. You should be, you should be careful when you're in the sun. That's just basic safety. The categories give you skin cancer. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. If God, th- if God <laughs> is watching you and sees what you're doing and sees that you are not putting sunscreen on, He will give you skin cancer. That's how you get skin cancer. Mm-hmm. Smiting. Mm-hmm. Precisely. Um, okay, so at this time, um, Kendra talks with her mom, who her mom is 28 weeks pregnant. And I wanted to talk about this because this is something that, like, uh, this part has stuck with me for so long that I actually ended up consulting my one of our friends who is a um, obstetrics resident <laughs> because I just wanted to, like, make sure that this, like, fully did not make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kendra talks about how... Her mom has struggled with each pregnancy after her, which, spoiler Mm -hmm. alert, is all of her pregnancies because Kendra's her oldest child. And um, because she got into a car accident with Kendra. We've talked about this on the show, I think. Um, Yeah. Like at 36 weeks or something, like right at the end of her pregnancy, and it caused her to go into preterm labor and that kind of stuff with Kendra. And she, Mm -hmm. Kendra says that every pregnancy after hers has been difficult because of the car accident um and i <laughs> talked to my I friend about, well and i talked to her because in the i think in the episode where they really talked about the car accident they talked about how like the placenta detached and like that's how that's why the problems happened and like that makes sense like yeah you're mm-hmm. gonna have problems with that pregnancy probably until you give birth because like your placenta is detached but like yeah you went through like physical trauma so like Right, but it's not like a woman has one placenta that she uses for all pregnancies. Like a new placenta develops each pregnancy. So like to me, it sounds like she and like like I said, Kendra was her first child. So to me, it sounds like she just has hard pregnancies that like her labors are hard and that her pregnancies are hard. I don't think it has anything to do with the car accident. The first one, she just pins it on her (laughs) eldest daughter so that she can always guilt her into doing what she wants. It's so weird to me, but I literally when she, I remember watching that and be like that that does not make any sense to me i needed to get Mm -mm. fact check that and i did so a professional told me that that is indeed sounds like bullshit yeah like unless she like damaged her heart or something yeah yeah major organ damage i'm so sorry there's a cat (laughs) i love the cat it's fine um it's just where we're at today it is it's whatever it takes to get this episode recorded honestly (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, they do a sandcastle building contest um, to see who Mm -hmm. can build the tallest sandcastle. And the winner gets to bury the team captain of the losing team in the sand. Yes. Which is amazing. It was. It was very good. I did like how they said that the way they were judging it is which is the tallest and which is the most castle-y castle. Yeah, that's 
great criteria. Very clear. Which castle is the most castle? Which, to be fair, the her dad won. Her dad's mm-hmm. team won because theirs did actually look like a castle where Kendra's and Joe's or Joe's team just looked like a lump of sand. Uh-huh. They just piled sand and tried to make it tall. They didn't even try. Yeah, it was bad. I mean, what I what can you expect from poor Joe? I don't. He doesn't have a lot going on and up there. Mm-mm. He's just hearing those waves crashing in his head. If you listen to his ear, it's like <laughs> listening to a conch cell on the beach. Just. That is exactly what I've envisioned. Whenever I like listen to him speak, I hear I hear that. Beach noises. Beach noises. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Kendra's dad's team wins, and they bury Joe in the sand. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was supposed to be funny and fun. It was fine. I'm sure it, it was, was fun fine. to be there. Not great TV material. Yeah, not. It was yeah. It was fine. Uh, luckily, that was just a very small portion of this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we just had to check in with everybody and see that Kendra's mom is pregnant while Kendra has a fucking newborn on her lap. Yep, we gotta we gotta see it. Um, it's just so creepy. It it really is. Um, so the next storyline, I guess, in this episode is kind of a continuation of last episode. Um, Ginger, Jeremy, and Felicity go visit Jeremy's family. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, this at this point we get a lot of flashbacks of traveling with all the nineteen kids, which was ugh, I just stresses I me out imagine. every time I watch that. I hate traveling with like a group of adults. I hate traveling much with less myself. Nineteen children. I hate traveling with myself, so I'm stressed out no matter what. So, yeah, no thanks. Yeah, we didn't really get a lot of stuff in this part. It was just flashbacks. Mm -hmm. But then we did go to more traveling where John, David, and Abby have decided that before their wedding, they're going to the Philippines to go do mission work, which why do you need to do mission work in the Philippines? It's a very Christian nation. Yeah. It's very Catholic. I don't really know. But interestingly, they had kind of talked about this because it, it is, like, weird that they would be, like, going on this trip to the Philippines, like, literally, like, a week before their wedding, like, a couple weeks before their wedding. And she and mm-hmm. John explains that basically that this is what got them together was that, like, I guess John and Abby's parents were talking and Abby's parents mentioned that she wanted to go on a medical mission and it, that was set up for... I guess September or whenever it was that they went for the medical mission, but then they like met and fell in love and then decided to like plan their wedding before. Like it's just the, the timeline here is so short. It is insane. No one's prepared for anything. They're just like, we're going to the Philippines and they're like, just kidding. We're dating. And then we're engaged. Oh shit. We still have to go to the Philippines. (laughs) We put the wedding like a week later. Yeah. It's like, God, can't you guys just pace it out a little bit? Like just have sex, just have sex. It's going to be okay. It'll be fine. Yes. It'll be fine. You're close enough to married that the baby will come after the wedding. Exactly. That's all that really matters in the end. Um. Yeah. Um, They talk about how Abby wants to continue being a nurse Mm -hmm. now after she marries John David, which is she? I didn't look. No. Is she still working or she's just a mom? mom? She's a mom. All right. (laughs) It's such a fucking bummer. I don't really, I don't really think that that's true. I think that that, I think that she was, I mean, I think maybe she would thought that, but I don't, I don't know if that's going to actually be the case that it's got, she's going to become a nurse again, at least not until like her kids are older. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she talked a little bit about like her decision to leave 
her job in order to move to Arkansas, which like I get because I had to leave my job in order to move for my husband. So like I'm not judging her for that. But she just Mm-mm. said she said I knew I just knew it was what I was supposed to do. And like the way that sounds is just like, oh, I know I'm supposed to get married and have babies. So I got to go do it, even though I really want to be a nurse. You know, it's like. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It just makes me so sad because she was like the one that I had the most hope for actually being like independent. Mm hmm. But yeah, I mean, alas. there's still there's still hope. I mean, they only have one kid now, at least. Oh yeah. So That's I mean, fair. she's still just a first time mom. So maybe yeah. she'll go back once she gets into the swing of momming. Exactly, and it's COVID too. I mean, they, even though they they're not taking it seriously, that doesn't mean that like, I mean, finding a job during maybe COVID is hard. maybe Abby and John David are the only people in the family taking it seriously. They were just in Florida. Yeah, John David's a cop too. So. Yeah, yeah. So no. <laughs> yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Um. But the only other thing I have about their this their mission trip was they were talking about how Abby was, you know, on a mission to try different foods. Um, and they tried mm-hmm. chili ice cream, which had like four different levels of spiciness. And uh-huh. um, I I cannot imagine. I cannot even like fathom what that would taste like. Oh, I love spicy sweet stuff and spicy sweet milky stuff is so good. Like I, yeah, spicy chocolate. That's fair. I don't like super, super spicy, but I like it when it's like cayenne or like paprika mm-hmm. or whatever. It just has like a little kick, like Mexican hot chocolate and stuff. Mm-hmm. Good yeah, shit. I haven't I haven't eaten a whole bunch of like sweet and spicy stuff. I don't mind like a little spicy kick in food, but I don't like a lot of spice. I'm not a big like, mm-hmm. like I can't. I think spicy ice cream could really work because you get the spicy flavor, but then you have the cool. immediate dairy recovery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be interested to try it just to see what it tastes like, but only I would only do like one of the lower levels. I would not do level four. Oh god, like they no. Did. no, no, and especially not in the Philippines. Like, fuck no, uh, I'm white as hell. Like I, I'm so no. white. Yeah, I can't. I can't do spicy at all. Like one of my friends in London is uh, Bengali, and he would order his food like Indian spicy at Indian restaurants. Like that's how you order it. You say right, hot, right. You know, Indian spicy, and I tried it once and just like cried. Yeah, like, that'd be me. I get that. Could not. I couldn't handle it. <laughs> um, so the only we'll come back to we'll end with the Ginger Jeremy trip. The only other mm-hmm. little storyline that they had, which this was crazy to me. Apparently, you can get your driving permit in Arkansas when you're 14. Mm-hmm. Which is it's the same thing with all of those super fucking rural states. It's so that kids can work on the farm and drive yeah. the farm equipment. Uh, but I, I don't get, want 14 year olds on a highway. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, 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 no, that's too fucking young. Like they mm-hmm. had, so in this episode, Jackson, who is 14, looks like he's 10 to me, um, is yeah. going to practice had driving. Had to have like a booster seat. He literally had to have a pillow and put under him so he could like reach the, reach the pedals and see over the steering wheel, which like, that's a sign that like, maybe like, it, you know, shouldn't be driving yet um yeah i agreed um but so yeah they said jackson has been practicing driving for three years so since he was 11 i'm sure i sure hope it's just him moving cars around the property yeah like on the grass fine yeah i guess but yeah i don't want them on the road but i don't want any of these people on the road to be honest none of them seem like very attentive drivers that is very true 
I think Jessa might intentionally drive into somebody if they pissed her off. I could definitely, definitely see that. She would. De- I could see her having horrible road rage. Oh, yeah. I think she said in one of the episodes, she's like, I'm a very angry driver. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's, I mean, I think it all makes sense. Like where Spurgeon got his, you know, sadistic yeah. side from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe Jessa just judged him in utero too much and yeah. turned him into small Satan. Small, spurgy Satan. I was trying to think of a <laughs> joke, but I couldn't get there. That's okay. That's okay. Um, okay, so did you have anything else to say about the driving stuff? I didn't really have anything else, but... I don't know, but can you fucking imagine getting a driving lesson from like a cop? Fuck no. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. Like he they go they go to the police station and like get the cop to come in and teach him to drive. But like, no, I could not at all. I would be so stressed out. And it's like so fucked up. And again, all cops are bastards. Cause like this guy rolls up and he's like supposed to be teaching this kid and he's like, I got my ticket book out. And you're like, ha ha ha, so funny that you're intimidating a child. Yeah, like maybe just yeah, no. That would I would Does that make it. you feel big and strong, Mr. Policeman? Does that yeah. make you feel big and strong? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, the only other thing I had to say about this is they were talking before this. They're they're making breakfast and they eat 36 eggs each morning as a family and five pounds of bacon. Five pounds of bacon. And holy shit, they must have like God's favor because Jim Bob should have had like three coronary heart attacks at this point in time. Oh yeah, for sure. Between that and like the tater tot casserole, like honey, no. (sighs) Yeah. So let's move on to the star of the show, Grandma Vuolo. Grandma Vuolo. I love her and I wonder if she is like fundy because like neither of the vuolos like they all just seem kind of like regular east coast like christian Mm -hmm. well yeah and i mean like like we've talked about like jeremy didn't have a fundy like like um childhood he went yeah uh, yeah upbringing thank you was the word i was looking for uh like he went to college he was a professional soccer player he's gotten drunk before oh my god you know um so yeah i wouldn't be surprised if she was just like a normal christian lady yeah, she seems like a good, like, Italian Catholic grandma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just gives you a crucifix every Christmas or something. <laughs> for real. <laughs> yeah, so she gets to meet Felicity for the first time, which, side note, I cannot fucking stand the way Ginger says Felicity's name. She says it, Felicity. She emphasizes <laughs> the T. Oh, Felicity. I just, I... I hate it. I don't know. I didn't notice that, but I'm gonna notice. You're it going to. Now. I know. I'm sorry. I hate it. Um, but anyway, so she meets Felicity for the first time, and Jeremy's grandma is like on cloud nine, obsessed with a baby, doesn't even pay any mm-hmm. attention to Jeremy, which can't blame yep. her for that. Of course, Jeremy is always jealous of this fucking baby. Like when it first came, where he was talking in those episodes, and he's like, you know, Ginger just doesn't really have time to like hang out with me as much anymore. Yeah, and watching watch, I don't know, like. He was he kept making comments and like exasperated looks like, oh my gosh, she hasn't talked to me yet. She hasn't looked yeah, at it's, it's like, like your child, your baby. Yeah. Like she's yeah. I mean, if I were to go bring my new not newborn, four month old baby to a family member who I've never met them before, like, yeah, I would assume that they would be more interested it's in the their baby. First grandchild. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So like Right, right. Of course, grandma and grandpa. I mean, like, just your 
child was an extension of yourself. Like, exactly. You thing. So like, just take joy that other people are happy that you had a baby. Right. It's part of you. So <sighs> he's just, yeah, he's a lot. He is. But then um, also while they're at Jeremy's grandparents' house, um, Jeremy's friend, the Ro- Robles, 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 Robles. Robles uh, Louise and Kara, who's been in several episodes before. Um, they make a surprise visit because they live in the same town as Jeremy's grandparents. Um, and they Which is very funny because they're like exactly like all people who live in New York. You go there, you have a career, you find someone, you get married, and then you move out into yes, New Jersey. Exactly. That's, yep, <laughs> that's the, the New babies. York way. Um, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. All that food looked so fucking good. It did. I just want to go to Grandma Vuola's house because I'm fine with Italian Catholic grandmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As long as there's carbs, I'm there. Fuck yeah. Carbs and sauce. And dip oh, and cheese. Oh, oh my god, it's dinner time, isn't I'm it? Hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm All right. I hate Shall oh move one, on? one more thing. Oh, go, go, when go. They had an interview at this point, um, and they were asking Jeremy like what the most surprising part about parenthood so far is. And mm-hmm. he said, The biggest surprise in parenthood is how much we love her. And I just wanted to roll my eyes and like die. Like bull fucking like, shit. That is not I mean, I know you love her. I'm not saying that, but like that is not yeah. the biggest surprise. You Yeah, you knew you would love this baby. Like it's your baby. You're, yeah, like whatever. Tell like, us some of the dirty just, stuff. Uh, or at least just tell us like, oh, how much shit they make. Like yeah, exactly. how many diapers these things fill up and how mm-hmm. this baby has pooped all over her back multiple times. Yeah, or even like how I've learned to be able to like function with little sleep. I'm surprised that I've been able to do that. Something like that. Something to acknowledge that like being a parent is hard, but no. We love her so much. No. I'm Whatever. just surprised by how much I love this little baby. So surprised. So surprising. All right. Are we ready to head into the to the big big bad episode, which I the think big boy technically too parts but it was episode seven a bachelor no more which is john and abby's wedding episode mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it starts let's we'll just go chronologically yeah let's just go through it let's yeah. do it so they first make a fucking candle <laughs> yeah they make the unity candle and it looks like it's gonna be such a bad time but it does end up pretty well mm-hmm. yeah uh, they make um they make some like test candles for um the parents and that kind of stuff um Mm -hmm. and jennifer helps them um make the candles and also during this part they like did a smell test with some (laughs) some of the other um duggar kids and one of my favorite parts of this was they one of the scents was cinnamon and um Ben and Jessa, I think Jessa originally said cinnamon and then changed it, and Ben yeah, agreed. Like cloves, I think yeah. she thought it was, which that's reasonable. Yeah, and then Ben agrees with Jessa, and then they're like, oh no, it actually is cinnamon, and they were talking about how it's like not a good cinnamon scent, and then Ben says, we only smell the finest cinnamon from the finest <laughs> cinnamon trees. <sighs> Sir. <laughs> I just, I just. He's just. If he's not stoned all the time, this man is just an idiot. I know. Also in this section, um, Jedediah didn't know what anchovies were. I don't know how you don't know that. Like, I get not knowing that that was the smell because I'm yeah, sure yeah. kind of like fish. Well, that, but, yeah. like, that's what he said. He kept saying it smelled like dead fish, dead fish. And when he asked her what it was, the producer was like, anchovies. And he's like, what's that? She's like, dead I, fish. <laughs> I just want... 
to know where the fuck they got these smells. Who was making an anchovy essential oil? I don't know. That's evil, though. That's so evil. God, you could make an anchovy candle and give it to somebody. Gross. I That stresses me out. The anxiety that gives <sighs> Man, I gotta do that. I gotta find someone <laughs> to give a fucking anchovy candle to. Please not me. Some... I'm gonna send it to. I'm gonna send like. Okay, I'm gonna do a big scam, and I'm my scam is I'm gonna become a famous candle procurer, and then I'm gonna do all the candles in Mar-a-Lago, and they're all gonna be anchovy flavored. Okay, I fully, fully support this. I and I will do whatever I can just to help you succeed thank you we just <laughs> got to figure out where they get this anchovy essential oil that's our step one just drop some fish sauce into a candle um oh and so speaking of the timeline which i mentioned a few minutes ago they're getting mm-hmm. they're basically they say they're getting married just a few days shy of six months to the day they met so I can't within, imagine. Within six months, they met each other, started a relationship, got engaged, and married within six months. I don't like it. That was six months ago. It was August. So that's like us I meeting somebody that. in August, the end of and August, marrying them and marrying them now. Today. Mm-hmm. It's gross. I don't know. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. It's, I don't like that at all. Like I said, just have sex. Like that's We know that's the reason why you're getting married. You mm-hmm. want to have sex. Just do it. Yeah, make, just make sure it's right. do like a do like a Christmas engagement and then get married in the fall. Have a nice time and actually Perfect. plan your own wedding and don't make your fucking sister do it. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of the fucking sister, Jana is getting everything <laughs> ready to go to Oklahoma, which is where they're having the wedding. That's kind of like the difference between this wedding and a lot. I think maybe all of the other Duggar weddings is that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have to travel for it. They're going to Ada, Oklahoma, which I think you looked up and it was like three hours away from yeah, Tonti yeah. Town. It's pretty so, close. Yeah, not too far, but they still, you know, logistically have to transport everything. And I mean, there's a mm-hmm. million Duggars, so that's, yeah. Um, But so Jana, Laura, obviously, Jana and Laura are like the tag team duo. A couple. That are du- well, yeah, that are <laughs> planning everything pretty much. They go to set In up love. the... Ha- well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> they're secretly dreaming Sorry. of their own wedding while they're planning John and Abby's. Mm-hmm. Um, So they go set up the hangar because, of course, they're having their reception in a hangar because I, I don't know if you knew this, but John is a pilot. So is he a pilot? He is a pilot. It's cool. pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, so they have like a shit ton of work to do at this hangar because it's like literally just like an empty concrete room. Like there's nothing mm-hmm. there. And so they're, like, doing all kinds of shit, putting shit on the ceiling. They're, like, putting ladders on top of lifts to, like, reach stuff. Just really questionable safety standards these ones have. Mm-hmm. At this moment, I think Chris looked at me and just sang that TikTok song from a while ago that was like, come with me and you'll be in a world of OSHA violation. Yes, that is 100%. <laughs> yes. It was, God, it was so stressful. And then they finally figured it out that it would go up higher, I guess. Mm -hmm. Because, like, later in these shots, they were, like, all the way up to the ceiling in the same thing. But they were like, yeah, let's just put this 10-foot ladder up here on this fucking cherry picker. Like, what the fuck? Yep. But, yeah, they had to do that because they made this, like, giant, like, draping centerpiece on the ceiling that, like, comes down. And it's, like, a whole, a whole thing. Um, Yeah. 
But then, so moving on, Josiah and Lauren are planning mm-hmm. to sing a song at John and Abby's wedding. Um, and <laughs> so. God, what was this fucking song called? Like, God, I don't know. The It was like the wandering road or something. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Um, and so we're at their house and they're practicing the song that like John and Abby picked the song. Abby said it was like played at most of her siblings' weddings or something. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, they have to ask Lauren how she's doing because she had the miscarriage. Mm-hmm. And um, she, I just really think she needs therapy. Like I'm not trying to be like – So much. Like I really like- think she needs therapy. She said there's not a day – there's not a day I don't wake up crying. Uh huh. I wrote the exact same thing down because I was like, "Honey, that's not like, good." It was a traumatic experience. Yeah, but you need to be starting to be able to handle your emotions with this. Mm-hmm. Well, and then she said, "I don't know. It's just hard. It's hard for me to tell if she's like being genuine or like being dramatic on purpose." I don't. I don't mm-hmm. think she is necessarily that way. But when she's th- the thing she said that made me think that was. Quote, after I miscarried, I lost so much blood, I couldn't walk, so Josiah carried me everywhere. I just, I don't know. I feel like that's not medically sound. Like, could we call no. your OB friend again and ask? <laughs> I'll call her because, like, she, it's not like she ha- was, like, far along. She, like, just found out she was pregnant a couple days before. And those miscarriages are really common and often are, like, pretty much like a period. Like, a heavier, a little bit heavier mm-hmm. of a period. But, like... I don't know. It's like also if you don't if you can't walk because you lost so much blood, like shouldn't you be at a hospital? Go to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Don't just have your husband carry you around your lifeless, like bloodless sack of flesh. Like yeah. if you're bleeding out, please go get more blood. Yes, please go to the hospital and then please get a referral to a therapist because you need like I get it though, like in this part. Cause like I mean, for Lauren kind of specifically too, because she's the first married she Mm -hmm. has been raised in a place where your only job as a woman is to have children yeah and she quote-unquote failed at that because Mm -hmm. she miscarried which like that's not a failure it's just nature body thing yeah it's just fucked up shit and like so her first trial of being a wife and mother she has failed at yeah so i can see why she's oh yeah shit but baby girl please go see a therapist for real no yeah absolutely like I don't I'm not saying like she shouldn't be depressed at all like just in general anyone who has a miscarriage like that's a traumatic thing that happens but like you said like this mm-hmm. in this extremely toxic you know environment that she lives in where like she's only good for what how many babies she's able to push out like that's not that's even worse so like I just she needs she needs help and I just worry because yeah. like you know that she's not going to be getting that Mm-mm. And she's like what nineteen? Yeah, this episode? yeah. Like she's a teenager having a very large trauma, mm-hmm. and yes, I know. it's it's bad. It's bad. Okay, let's move Anyways. on. <laughs> so back to the hangar. They finish up setting the reception, or if they finish up for the day at least, and they head to mm-hmm. the ceremony space to he- um to. Sorry. Assess, yeah, decorate. to assess, to decorate, whatever. Um, <laughs> I loved this part because Jana was getting really sassy because they were like setting up the arch and um, they were having issues. I don't know, figuring out how it assembled. 
and mm-hmm. they were all like trying to say how it does and jen was like um i designed it so i know and it was just mm-hmm. like oh my god jan is laying down the law oh yeah she's going into her mom voice and like i know at this moment in my heart that jana and laura are actually girlfriends because laura was like it's okay jana we're just gonna figure this out and we're gonna do this together and it'll be all right and i'm like mm-hmm. Yeah, it felt very it felt very balanced. Like <laughs> she was like the calming, you know. It's like me and Kyler. Yeah. Like I'm Jana and Laura is Kyler. <laughs> yep. Yep. I think it's the same for me and Chris. I think I'm Jana and Chris is Laura. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. I know. Okay, so it is it's rehearsal time now. And mm-hmm. I one of the things I hate, and this isn't just this episode, this is later episodes too. Abby calls John John Boy, and for some reason, I fucking hate it so much. It just I don't even Good know. Night, John Boy. Yeah, exactly. It just like makes me cringe. I don't know. I hate it. When your idols are the Waltons. Yeah, exactly. Like Jesus Christ. Terrifying. Terrifying. Um yeah, so the Duggars left with 32 hours to the wedding to pack up all the kids and get the fuck over to Ada. Mm-hmm. And they were obviously on Duggar time, which... Obviously. I mean, I understand why they're late, but I fucking hate people who are like, ha ha ha, it's so cute, it's a quirk that I'm mm-hmm. late. And you're like, this is like a wedding, this is an important event, like, please put in some padding on either side yeah. here. If you're... N- if you are a person who is frequently late and know that you are frequently late instead of joking about it how about you actively work on that and maybe like mm-hmm. start pl- like start giving yourself earlier you know deadlines to do things well and there instead are fewer children now it. too like what yeah. there's only like seven of them left at home or something now mm-hmm. no yeah i i i'm never late at all like i being anxiety. late gives me so much anxiety so much and like I, I'm tolerant to an extent when it comes to like you know if you're a few minutes late to something whatever it's whatever but like mm-hmm. there's a time and a place and it's just happened to me way too many times and I so I yeah. don't I don't I hate it when people are like oh, yeah we're just always late <laughs> oh mm-hmm. well working on dagger time <sighs> yeah no. it's like dagger time should fit to the important events that are happening exactly. in the world. If you know things around. are going to take a really long time, like why don't you start getting ready earlier than you think you need to get ready if you know that you tend to run late. I just Again, don't understand. They're always unprepared. That's true. That is just And that's, it's even that's true them. of Jana cuz like they went and set up at like 3 days before the wedding. Yeah. A huge fucking hangar where they had to have actual like lifts and electrical wired and shit like yeah, and that was like how it was with the pop-up dress shop too that Jana made. Like it was the day before. It's like wh- mm-hmm. why you guys? It doesn't. These things don't all have to be as stressful as you make them. Like you can plan ahead and make them a lot easier for everyone. Yeah, like even with like the dress stuff or whatever, they could have done it more like the wedding where they built it ahead of time and then set it right. out on the day. Like fine. exactly, that's fine. But no, they don't have any planning skills. We nope. have discovered again for the millionth time. Mm -hmm. and yeah that kind of comes up back to bite them because there's actually like there was an issue with some of the lights in the hangar and they had Mm -hmm. to have um like an electrician come and like fix them but it was taking them a really long time and they couldn't put any of the chairs and tables out because they had all these like you know lifts in the middle of the room fixing the lights and so it's like yeah you guys maybe should have planned this out a little bit better but maybe have the electrical guys come first yeah exactly before you start anything yeah that just 
Yeah, like even just call them out ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Like they could have been there the day before and gone because like someone owns that hangar. They could have let them in to run wiring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, well. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, yeah. So we get to five hours before the wedding mm. where everyone's getting ready. Yeah. Our friend Destiny does Abby's makeup. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was so funny, but I just think it's so funny. Destiny with her little blue hair, nursing school. I know. It's like, wow. Abby knows that Abby knows certain types of people that like the other juggers will never come in contact with just because she's worked a job. Like that's like literally it. Yeah. Yeah. And nurses are like, not like, echelons above yeah, the yeah. duggers I mean education wise mm-hmm. I'm sorry to all the nurses out there who I totally just insulted but I used to work at a nursing university so I fucking know <laughs> I know what it's I know like. your secrets <laughs> y'all learn it on the job mostly in clinicals classroom yeah. shits bullshit I mean <laughs> that makes sense yeah so Jana is like still working on things getting things together up until just like uh-huh. a couple of hours before the wedding which like no thanks yep it was so bad. They were doing. They were still doing the fucking flowers at this point. Yeah, like come on, guys. Like bouquet. Come on. Get your shit together. You have a family of nineteen. For real. Like I just don't. I just don't understand how. Like you've had so many situations like this happen. Like how have you not learned by now? I just don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Always bring like five extra people. For real. Yeah. And just more time. Padding more time. That's it. I don't know yeah, what this they're... is. Sorry. Oh, go, go, go. I was going to say, I don't know what this is in reference to, but in my notes, I just have when John Davids tries to say something romantic or sexy, I have a visceral reaction to run away and call the cops. Uh huh. Yeah. No. Okay. So in this part, they're talking about glitter and stuff because Abby loves sparkly stuff. Right. And John David says that glitter gives him the yucks. And John David gives me the yucks. Yes, he gives me the the big time yucks for sure. All of the Duggar boys, but like John David, well, and Josh in particular, like John, yeah. something about him, like I, he's too Jim Bobby. He is. He he's like a like he's Jim Bob Junior, and it makes me sick. And he's sick. a fucking cop. Oh, that Ugh. too. That makes me sick too. Um, um, in this part, they're getting the church ready, and Jeremy is tasked with vacuuming, and he fucks up the carpet with greasy vacuum wheels, and it was of course he does. Peak Jeremy. Peak Jeremy. And another interesting thing that they kind of talk about a little bit is that Joe is actually John's best man, which I thought was interesting. And I have a theory that, like, it probably would have been Josh if it weren't for TLC filming. And, like, they wanted TLC to film the wedding and they knew that they wouldn't mm-hmm. if Josh was on the stage with, with John because it would have been too hard to get shots. And so, like, I literally think that's why. Because even jo- even Joe said he was, like, really surprised when, jo- when John asked him because, like, they're not close. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, oh. I don't know. It was just weird to me. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. I'm pretty um, sure it would have been Josh if, if it hadn't been for oh, TLC. Yeah. Well, and if it had been, like, any non-fundy wedding, it probably would have been Jana being, like, best maid. Right, right. Like, they're twins. Yeah, it makes sense. But, yeah, that's not okay. That's not okay in the fundy world. Uh-uh. But Joe does plan a prank for their wedding. Of course. Is it? Is it? It's, it's a drone because John's a pilot, right? 
he, he flies. Oh, is that? I didn't get that connection, but oh, it makes sense now. Yeah, shit. Uh, <laughs> Literally, God. I said, um, drone prank. The drone is going to present the ring. John is a pilot in my notes. <laughs> I have in all caps, John is a pilot, guys, right under this. Mine's <laughs> in all caps, too. It's so true. <sighs> they kept saying okay. it, too. Like, that's the, the worst part, too, is like, we keep bringing it up as a joke, but they always are like that in the show. Yeah, like, like we're not bringing it up because it's like, we're like, oh, yeah, the drone's like flying. It's like, they're like, oh, we have the drone because John's a pilot. Yeah, they like explain it every time. And it's like, we get it. He flies. We don't need to keep making this connection again. We're not that. We're not as stupid as you guys. Okay. Right. Love is in the air. Because Love is Eric in the air. Is flying because like, John's a pilot. <laughs> oh, I finally get that. I didn't get it before. Um <laughs> But yeah, um, they do they do the drone prank, um, which I don't know. I think it was fine. It was fine. It I, wasn't I don't like mind a prank at a wedding if it's yeah, yeah yeah. It was fine. Whatever. Don't ruin anybody's big day. Just do one little thing. Like haha, a drone flew out a ring and you snipped it off and there right. you go. Yeah, whatever. That's fine. Um, John David can no longer say that he's a bachelor till the rapture. God, he kept saying that, and he like thinks he's so cool for like I don't. I'm sure he didn't come up with that, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, th- that goes back to the whole like yo yeah you haven't found your soul your soulmate yet, and you're 28. Oh my god, Eight, you're yeah. a bachelor till the rapture. Come on, and it's like buds. When do you think the rapture is gonna be like? I feel like it's gonna be a long time from now. If it exists. Yeah, for real. And also, like, how long do you think your life is going to be? Like, I mean, obviously, like, you don't know. But, like, all, like, assuming things go well, like, you're, uh, like, 25 years of your life is not that much of your life. Like, why would Mm -hmm. you assume that you had to meet that person in that time period? I don't know. I just. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And, like, for most of it, you were an actual baby. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So just, just, just chill out. It's okay. Yeah, um, this part is where they talked about the six months specifically, and it all started in the church, Mm because that's where Jim Bob was signing his books and met Abby's family and everybody. Oh, thank God. They're just BFFs forever now. Forever. Um, They made all the siblings do fucking Blue Steel from Zoolander. Oh, God, and nobody knew what Zoolander was, which was good. Yeah. Except for Jeremy, Except for... Yeah. Which, I think Ben might have known, too. Yeah, maybe. Because he did it. Like, he actually did, like, an actual blue steel face. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, nobody, everyone know. else was like, what? Oh, okay. So, at the wedding, Abby's dad does the weird speech thing again, which I think this happened with, was it Kendra, maybe? Or mm-hmm. maybe Lauren, or maybe both. I don't know. I think it was Caldwell's yeah, dad. I think it was, too. Um, where like before the dad gives the daughter away, he like gives this like long speech about like how hard it is to give your daughter away, and it's just like and how you're transferring ownership, yeah, from yourself to her husband. It's like we get that we don't need to hear it. Like we understand how oppressed Abby is. You don't need to yeah. reiterate it to us. Yeah, you don't need to remind her that she's just thought of as people's property. As property, yeah, as a gift as given from a br- a brood one man to another, right? Gross. Um, yeah, really great. They go into their fucking pet names. Oh, God. In their vows, where they talk about how she calls him Sugar Muffin. 
Yeah, she calls him sugar muffin in her vows too. Like, come on, that's that's uh-huh. an at home thing only. But then, did you yeah. notice that apparently Josiah calls Lauren sugar baby? Uh huh. Do do they know? I hate that. I don't think they do. Do they know what that means? No, I don't think they have any idea what sugar baby is. Even they don't even know that sugar babies are a candy, much less sugar baby sugar daddy relationship. Yeah. <laughs> like, like God, they're just. No, there's not there's nothing in there there's nothing they're um, living in their own stupid little world they they really really truly are oh fuck we're getting to the part that's haunting me it's been haunting oh, God. me for a week and a half and i have to fucking talk about it i think i warned you about this like forever ago i didn't um, remember i'm sorry i should have i should have given you another warning but i kind of forgot okay. about it um yeah uh, the kiss we have to talk about the kiss uh-huh. It is the 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 most awkward kiss I've ever watched in my life, mm-hmm. and to think that this was both of their first kisses makes me want to die quite literally, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. John David decides he doesn't just want to you know do a standard kiss on the lips because that's that's too basic you know we got it we got to we got to really show off that I'm super romantic and that like. This is my soulmate, and I love her, and I want our first kiss to be special. So he, like, starts by, like, kissing her hands, like, each hand individually. And then mm-hmm. he just, like, slowly, like, makes his way up her body. Shoulders, cheeks, che- Forehead, neck, yeah. Like, forehead. all of it. Just kissing. Awkward oh. giggles happening throughout the whole thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Abby has no idea what's happening and is uncomfortable in the situation. Obviously. Everyone is uncomfortable and very awkwarded out. No one knows what to do. Yeah, and then finally, finally he ends it with the kiss. But it went mm-hmm. on for, like, ten times as long as it should have gone on. And it was, so, like, even if, if he had done, like, a quick, ha-ha, I'm going to kiss you on the cheeks or something. Yeah, whatever. Thing, yeah, that's fine. But, like... He took mm-hmm. it way when too far. Mm-hmm. He took it so it far. so slow. That's like, really it. Yeah. Like, he should have just been, like, licking up her arm. God. Uh, disgusting. I There's a classy way to do that. And you do it like Gomez, where you just go, up someone's arm. But, no. It was not classy. It, it was, was not. And then when they were asked about it in the, in the talking head, John says... Half the people come to the wedding for the first kiss. The women do anyway. What the fuck? Who goes to the wedding? Who is like excited for the first kiss at a wedding? Like that's the main thing you're excited for. Sexually repressed fundamentalists. Oh God. That makes me so uncomfortable. I think that alone. There's going to be says so, so many Ethan Plaths out there underneath <sighs> those fucking rows of benches just having a nice time thinking oh. about that kiss. God, I just no. But it was really funny because like all of the family like commented like it was really bad. It was really awkward. We hated it. Uh-huh. And then the producers were like, "Are you guys gonna recreate it?" Oh God. <laughs> and so Ben tries to, and Jessa like tries to kiss him back to fuck him up, and does his hands, and so that was very cute. But yeah. then of course we get Jim, Bob, and Meech. Yeah, like I did. I don't need to see that. I don't want to see them at all on my screen, to be mm-hmm. honest. But especially not Jim, Bob, like feasting on Michelle's flesh. Yeah, yeah, and just like that lecherous fucking smile he has. <sighs> He's the creepiest man in the world. Also, speaking of Michelle, why the fuck was she wearing like a flannel shirt? Like she was wearing like a dress at the wedding, but then for the 
reception she's like i'm just gonna put on my flannel oh maybe it was really cold i don't know because i guess in a hangar like it's not and i think they said they had winds like really high winds so maybe it was cold okay so the ceremony went fine the hangar ended up looking nice even though the wind seemed to have fucked it up mm-hmm. a little bit but i think september is still pretty warm in arkansas and everyone didn't look like too bundled up and they were standing yeah outside. that's true so. that is true i don't know maybe she has a thyroid problem or something <laughs> i don't know maybe she's just totally oblivious to social norms right right oh god did you see that they had fucking pilot and co-pilot signs of course they did of course just in case anyone forgot just in case you forgot that he's a pilot and like john said well she really likes that i fly that's the only part of her personality that he knows that she likes that he flies so planes Mm -hmm. anyway the planes they decide of course to carry on with the theme which was like kind of the whole reason why they decided to do the well one of the reasons why they wanted to do the reception in a hangar was so that they could just fly away and so i have questions yeah go for it go ahead where the fuck are they flying to that's what i wanted to know too are they flying (laughs) back to taunty town are they i don't know because i know they go on a honeymoon but i don't think it's till like later so i don't think they're like going anywhere maybe just a hotel they usually go international for a honeymoon yeah yeah i think i don't know i don't remember but yeah um I don't know. That's a good question. I would assume maybe Sorry, back, thank you. either back to Arkansas or like, I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. They never said yeah, where they, they were going. Did. They just flew off with like all this fucking shit that's going to get tangled up in the plane and they're yeah. going well, to have a small plane crash. I was really weird, curious about that because so when they, you know, the family sends them off and john david puts abby in the plane and then he does like which i get like because i know he's a pilot and like safety first but he does like the annoying like oh look at me i'm so cool and professional i'm checking i'm like making sure the plane i don't know but then like they left all like they had like a just married banner and like streamers like why wouldn't you take those and the off? Tin cans. yeah like what the tin fuck cans tied to a fucking plane why wouldn't you just I take those know. off real quick like that was cute to have when it was like us walking out there that's fine but like take them off the mm-hmm. fly I, but like yeah. if you're gonna do the inspection then go all the way yeah i don't get it i hate it and also i know that like small plane crashes are one of the like top things that people die from yeah yearly which is like buds please please don't yeah die on your wedding day because of a fucking tin can attached to the exhaust of your plane that would have if they had if that had happened um that would have made like the whole like love is in the air theme like really ominous really grim love is in the air but we're gonna fucking crash <laughs> we're gonna die there too um <laughs> love is in the air death is on the ground <laughs> um okay <sighs> so the last part of this episode of course they tease oh somebody else has some news <laughs> i wonder wonder who wonder what it could be wonder who's been saying that they've had baby fever for the uh, past yeah, episode exactly this whole season who's been talking about how they really want a baby girl um yeah, so Jess is pregnant, which actually goes with today's news because she announced her pregnancy again. Obviously, this is a different mm-hmm. baby. This is her third baby. Um, and yeah, so Ivy, right? Ivy, yes. And so um, they announced to Ginger and Jeremy while they're in town. And it, like, takes Ginger forever to catch on, which, like, like I said, if one of the Duggars, especially if they're already married, if they're making an announcement to you or, like, giving you a weird card that has, like, a message in it, like, come on. You, you have to know it's going to be a pregnancy like that's mm-hmm. and she acts like shocked that she's pregnant but it's like i mean what else would she be she's doing? been pregnant twice already yeah. like yeah this is kind of what you do um 
I did like that when they did the talking heads and Jackson was like, well, it's that time of year. Yeah. <laughs> I loved that too. And it's I'm like, like God. it's like the, the time that like shepherds are like, oh yes, it's almost lambing season. <laughs> <laughs> it's Duggar. It's Duggar hatching season. We're in that now. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, this is where we get our beautiful Spurgeon moment. He only wants pizza, does not care that his mom is going to have another baby. I get that. And he's like, fair. what the fuck? I know, I get that too. <laughs> um, but then, of course, he is the spawn of Satan. So he has the knowledge of foresight. So he says, it's going to be a girl. And it is. Oh, so. my God. That's scary. Nosferatu over here. Yeah, for real. <laughs> he's a demon. <laughs> that, that, you just convinced me 100% that he's a demon. <laughs> He knows. He, he knows. knows shit. He knows things he shouldn't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I think. Did you have anything else to say? They had like a pizza party at the big house to celebrate, but nothing really happens. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um. Joe and Kendra are gonna do another house. Do a house. I don't remember. Lauren and Josiah are going to try and have another baby and Joy wants another baby. And that's kind of how they ended it. It was just, we all yeah. want to have houses on. and babies. Yeah. Like we know, we know you don't need to tell us. Mm-hmm. We know what you're doing. We know you don't need to tease us for the next season. We know what your season of life is. Exactly. Babies, 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 babies. But yeah, babies. I think that brings us to the end of this episode. Um, but if mm-hmm. you have anything that you want to say about today's episode, about the recent Duggar news, about literally anything, or if you have any suggestions for shows or topics that you'd like us to cover in the future, please let us know. You can send us an email at tvliterate at gmail.com. And you can find us all over social media at tvliterate. We are on Twitter, Tumblr, Reddit, Facebook. Literally, you can think of it. We're there, We're except there. for fucking Parlor. So does Parlor exist um, anymore? Is it back? It does. Oh, okay. It's back. It's back. It's terrible. <sighs> well, um, but yeah, it exists. But we're not there. No. So if you guys want to chit chat, we love getting your messages. We do. Um, we love when you comment. Send us weird posts. If you see any like posts liked by Joy that are mean about Jill. Yes. Fucking send that shit to us. <laughs> we want to know. We want the dirt. I don't think people realize just how nosy I am. I'm one of the nosiest people in the world. And if mm-hmm. there's information to be known, I want to know it. Doesn't matter how small oh, yeah. it is. So send it all in. Also, if you have a chance, um, leave us a review. That helps us a lot and you know gives us a, a little bit of guidance as to what you guys are thinking of us so yeah Mm -hmm. but i think that's it for today and we will see you guys next time bye-bye bye